This podcast is brought to you by Fukushima Pre-Roll Factory, the most award-winning pre-roll factory in all of Canada, winning awards for the best joint in Canada in both 2018 and 2019 Karma Cups. Fukushima only uses the best quality Vancouver Island bud, and their moon rockets are an all-bud pre-rolled joint smothered in turp sauce and then covered in golden keef. Go to getfuk.ca, that's G-E-T-F-U-K-D dot C-A, and catch that smoke. And we're live again. Welcome to a new episode of In Search of Zen. We're your hosts, AJ Bate. And Jason Allen. This is a new pod. Well, not a new pod. I don't want no, to say a new pod. It's the fastest growing podcast it's, in it, all of Canada. It is. It is. It's actually like it, we're like a Zoom or a Skype. Our stock has gone yeah, up since buy quarantine. Stocks <laughs> yeah. In search of Zen. Yeah, just hop on the the train now. It's going. Uh, it's going really up. Nothing but up. How's uh, how's everything with you, man? I'm hanging in there, man. Hanging in Doing there. All right. This weather is garbo. This. Yeah, we're recording on a Sunday. It's uh, gloomy outside. It's oh. gross. It's supposed to be better next week. I never check the weather. I just hope things fucking turn around. Honestly, like we used to look for the weather to base to make plans, Every but like trout, yeah, well, who's but like now it's like yeah, what's the, right. yeah? So it's sunny. We can't even you know what are you gonna do? We, we can't do, go to the yeah, park or anything. Closed. So, Everything's closed. So, so. might as well just be sunny for as long as it wants. But. Um, Hanging in there, you know, uh, it's weird. Like, I don't want to, I want to get a haircut, but uh, I know that the only haircut that I can get is a buzz cut. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to do that. Just let it grow, man. It doesn't, I'm so annoyed by seeing these, like, these protesters and bullshit with, like, there's nothing. What protesters? You know, the ones that are, like, during the States, and I guess there was some... The other day at Queen's Park in Toronto. And it's these grown men that are holding picket signs that say stuff like, I need a haircut. So that's their protest? They're, they're protesting quarantine and things being closed oh, and stuff like that. Oh, okay. I'm like, there's nothing like less masculine than you having, I need a haircut on a fucking protest sign like you're such a man child and like what is the government supposed to see that i'm like oh well you know steve has well, he needs a haircut needs guys a we trim. gotta stop like this stop is a, everything and not a not a more compelling argument has ever been presented as steve wanting yeah, to have a haircut who cares idiot. about you and your stupid haircut it doesn't matter at all because here's the thing it's like dude i got long fucking hair and mm. it doesn't doesn't hurt me mm. it never Maybe, yeah, like there can be those like awkward growing phases. And I guess when your hair is short and it's starting to grow out, maybe it's like more than you're mm. used to. It can feel mm. slightly uncomfortable. Mm. But like, what is it keeping you from getting a job? Nobody's fucking hiring right now. Anyways, yeah. Just deal with it, man. Yeah. Like you just kind of have to deal with that. Yeah, and also, like, we live in a very victimized uh, culture, so wouldn't it look good after this is all over? You have a beard and have, like, big hair. People are like, man, this guy, he has been through, through it. it. He's been through yeah. it. You know? Why would you want to? But do you, because you say you have, okay, so you have, do you have long hair for people that are listening and haven't seen Jason before? Yeah. You Do have, Do you do anything to your hair? Do you, like, no. trim, like, in the, like, you know, no. like, layering, whatever I never go it? into, because I don't trust. It's gonna sound mean. Ooh, I don't trust hairdressers. Ooh, because they always go like, "Oh, we'll just take a little off." Yes, 
and they take five inches they do. and you're like yo what the fuck is they that do, they do i every time and they're like oh no but just i was killing the dead ends i'm like you know that's not what i wanted no like, what are you doing i think though the theory behind <laughs> it is that what we think the haircut should look like they're actually giving it to us but not in the way that we you know want it because what head. it is is that they cut it maybe a little bit short because they know it's going to grow but when it because so they know that when it grows it grows out healthy Right, but you want them to trim a little bit, but they're like that doesn't do anything for you. So yeah, it's, it's better like to cut more. I'm gonna help you. Yeah, yeah, but then you're like, I don't care about whether you want to help yeah, me I don't or want not. Your help. I paid you five dollars. Please do give it me the haircut that way. I want. Yeah, I, I want it the way I want it. <laughs> the other problem with like hairdressers is that like, um, you know, you look in a magazine and mm. all the haircuts, you're like, oh, 80s. that looks good. Or, like, maybe you see something you like and you're like, that looks good. Mm. But then it doesn't look good on you because guess what? That haircut was on a model. Also, not the the same shape of head. It could just be so many differences. The face type, because, like, the face type needs a certain, every face type has a certain kind of haircut that goes well with it. And some people are just so good looking that, like, any hairstyle looks good on them. Yeah, just fucking mold. It doesn't mean it's going to work on you. Yeah, just cut it from, like, the middle. Just, yeah, who cares? You have to just shave a spot right in the middle of the skull. You just look like it came out of the Fifth Element movie. They still look hot. You know what I mean? But that's not the case for most of us. This doesn't mean that you'll have the same result, too. No, we're not all pulling that off. No, a lot of us are ugly, so we can't really... You, you we're know. just dealing with it. We just, <laughs> <laughs> just do what's best for you. Well, it's just because I have like a kind of curly, wavy hair. So yeah, when you it, when got it, thicker hair. Yeah, so too, my so hair is thick, so when it, when it grows out, it just poofs. Yeah, Like in yeah. every direction. Dude, I think you look good with like... The the fro though, like thank a bit you. Of the fro I was uh, yeah, I was uh, I was shamed my whole childhood about it. So oh, you got made fun of. Oh uh, well, no, my mom like always cut my hair like really close, like really buzz cut. Like she was like, the, oh yeah, your hair is gonna when it grows, it's gonna grow everywhere, so it's not gonna look good and it's not gonna look neat. Moms so love to control their kids' hair, so always buzz yeah. cuts, always buzz. I've had buzz cuts. My mom paid me like. $50 one time because my hair was like down to my shoulders when I was a kid hmm. and she gave me like $50 to get like a Caesar cut and I look like such a douche but well, she kid, gave you so money that's like pretty $50. good man my mom was like four, like actually she did it herself no see cause it I wasn't just, even I would say no to my mom good for you <laughs> good for you uh, no, I, would, I, would, I would rebel you, I would yeah, well back. okay well you've you've acquired more healthy personal traits throughout your childhood good for you <laughs> I don't know about that I just fought with my parents a lot I don't know if that's yeah, See, that's the thing when I think about it like uh, my life is like I don't know this is going like a little bit off track but like I think one of the things I regret as a kid I didn't rebel enough I'm doing all my rebelling now yeah yeah but I think that's nothing worth like you know talking about because every you, like it's obvious that you're going to rebel against your parents when you're an adult because you're an adult you do whatever you, you want just do what you want there now. is yeah. no actual rebelling against somebody that can't control you yeah rebelling in itself how do you feel like you rebel now <laughs> by uh, by like wanting to do uh do stand up stand up and, and right. wanting like okay. you know to move to New York and like all that right. stuff and like actually like moving out of my parents' house was yeah that probably was that big, was a big right? yeah, it was a big event in my life for a while yeah yeah it was yeah, a lot of like that oof, nobody really liked that at all uh well my parents didn't like that so it was a big fight for a while and uh, I, you know. They kind of like now accept it, you know. Yeah. Obviously, they they would definitely not be sad if I came back, but uh, they were definitely yeah. not happy about it. But so like I'm doing all my rebelling now. But like I said, when you're an adult, it, there's no such thing as rebelling against your parents because they can't control you. 
So yeah. There's no, no, you're not so really. So it's not rebelling. really rebelling. You're just living your life. You're just living your life. But I wish I did more of that when I was a kid. But I was like so scared. Fought back of, a little bit. Oh, I was so yeah. scared of them when I was a kid that I just couldn't. But uh, right. But like I w- now knowing what I know now, it's good to rebel a little bit. I mean, and not you know to be like completely like just a. Little... No, yeah, you can't. You're not. You're not going to be right about everything. Hmm. But sometimes, like growing up, there's just like you start to figure out that there's rules that aren't really, they don't make sense. They're just rules for the Mm. sake of being a rule. Yeah. And those, I think sometimes it's okay to be like to question it and be like, no, that's, that's fucking dumb. What Mm. are you even talking about? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So I hate rules just for the sake of rules. Well, you especially let you, you know, our parents' generation was brought up with like different criterias and like yeah. different things that you need to accomplish or you need to have as a person but the world has changed so much in the last 30 years at least you know right. that what they know is completely I wouldn't say completely out of date but a lot of it is really out of date the way that you know how like you know get out of college you know get a job and you know buy a house and marry have kids and, yeah, marry, and yeah. all that stuff which, if you're one of those people that want that, and that can then, still work. Yeah, yeah it's sure. not. But now, because of the technology that we have, and because of you know social media and all that stuff, there's career opportunities or life paths. And there's can, just all these different careers that didn't exist when you were a yeah. kid too. So there's like, I remember being like a kid. We had this thing called teacher advisor period where they sit you down and you were like 13 and they're mm. like, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? Mm. And you're like, I don't know. So much and pressure. And they get mad at you. And it's like really now you look at it and you're like, oh, there was jobs that didn't even exist yeah. when I was 13. Yeah. So it's like there was stuff, you know, I could be doing now that I didn't even know was an option when I was mm. 13. So I'm glad I was one of those kids who was like, yeah, whatever. I don't know yet. Hmm. I'll figure it out yeah. when I'm older. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also, like, growing up in, like, at least, at least from where I'm from, from in Libya, like, it, it's kind of like the ignorance is bliss kind of thing that I'm starting to realize that we had back home where it wasn't, it wasn't, it, it, it didn't even occur to anybody there to think of any other career path other than doctor you know, lawyer, engineer, or, you know, or maybe like, you know, business owner or something like that. And then like, like those were military. It was military. Like, and no, it was kind of like frowned upon because it was like scoundrels. Oh, really? Like, went to military. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. It was not, like, I mean, obviously there were some good people in it, but for the most part, it was like, you know, like you know, drug addicts. Whatever. It wasn't like, yeah, it was like last resort for a yes, lot of people. Kind of like thing. Right. Yeah, police and army was like last resort. If wow. you were like, yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> It's, it's the, different here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, if you, like, if you say military, people respect it right away. No, they're, people they're are just like, yeah, no, oh, no. that's a great choice. That's they, not the, you would learn not a the lot. Case. That's yeah. like, oh, well, I have nothing else to do. I'm, I I don't want to do any of that stuff, and I want to make money right away. Let me go to the military. Right. Um. So, like, like I said, like, because those are the options that are available in that world, it never occurs to you like, oh, I want to be a writer. Even though we do have, we have really great writers, but and they publish some really good work that gets noticed for a while. But because of the way the culture is set up, 
they just you know oh, we had that writer he did a good book and but meanwhile like yeah you, the and book- people think about it too as in like people people put famous people or like writers or musicians as like no they're magic they were they were the chosen ones yes he can do that yes. you can't do yes. that and yes. they're like why not? Yes, and that's what I was gonna get at. The exactly my point is that because of the inter- internet and like you know your favorite director now has like a hundred interviews where he speaks about his career, yeah, or your favorite comic has times they've been rejected, yeah, and then because yeah. the, these things were not really accessible, you had to like go to a magazine or like go into a seminar that they're a Q and A that they're having buy a ticket, yeah. But now because all this information is readily available to us, and like we we just had the curiosity of like, well, I'm kind of interested in this stand up thing, or I'm interested in like you know writing and that stuff. Let me read about it. Yeah. And then you realize that they all started from a point where they were sucked or like they just didn't know how to do it or learning. And you know, obviously, yeah. there are the few that were just from the get go great. It's actually crazy to think about how kind of ballsy stand up comics were pre internet. Yes, I agree. That they were like, I'm just going to walk into this dingy club that I don't know anything about. I've never met anybody and be like, yo, can I sign up? Yeah. I've seen comedy a handful of times in five minute spots on Carson. Mm hmm. And now I'm going to try to do it. Yep. Which is nuts. We're like, me, when I started, I'd already watched hours and hours of stand-up online and was like, okay, I kind of get how to construct a joke. Now I got to make it about my life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you want to start doing stand-up, there is, I remember there's an article of like, what you where to go to sign up? Yeah. What you should say, like oh, yeah. like Dude, a guide, a guide to the. So you pretty much like you went to college to learn how to be a stand up. It just gives you if step by step on what to do and at least with the, like obviously you still have to like grind and get good at it. I'm not like comedy's easy now. No, no. But at least you don't have to worry about like, <clears throat> like. <laughs> you wouldn't have to worry about like I just can't fucking find the place. Yes. I've just never even heard. There's no ambiguity. There's no more you know mystique which it, to it because before it felt like it was inaccessible, but but it, but it actually is. It always has been. But like Jason said, it wasn't as known as as it was yeah. now as it is now actually from the internet and like from all these guides and like famous comics talking about how they started and like they went to this club and they asked to sign up for that open mic and all that you know stuff they would go so for now it, it feels more of a that's why i feel like you see more comics nowadays than ever is because right. of how easily accessible obviously you know maybe 10 years from now you'll look at like most of those comics don't do it anymore Right, because it is still hard. It's absolutely hard, and that's the part that never changes throughout throughout the years. It's how hard it is and how hard it is to, to get good at it. And um, and then you realize that, oh, you know, not everybody is, you know, equipped to do this for the long run. But these are the things that weren't, there weren't known at all back home in Libya. And so right. your reality is, is just four or five career paths. 
And you kind of do what your dad did. Or... Yeah. And you kind of just like, it's like almost like kind of like a peace kind of thing where you accept it because you're like, well, it's there's no way to do it. So why even you know, worry about doing it? Right. Right? Because like, I, even if I wanted to, where am I going to do it? There's nowhere to do it. So I'm, yeah. so I'm just going to be happy being a fan of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just living my normal. And that's like kind of like the ignorance. Like I said, the ignorance is a bliss kind of thing. Where yeah. It's like you're accepting you, it. You fall in line with everybody else and you just look at those people yeah. as like magical. Right. And you just you, you live that life, you yeah. know. But then <laughs> it's like a curse and a bliss, a bliss actually moving here. Like, okay, now I can do You're it. You're like, oh, yeah, people kind of, no, they chase their yeah. fucking in, dreams in tr- a little bit Yes, more. exactly, and which is a great thing, and I don't ever regret going to comedy. I still love it, but when when it's hard, that's when I feel like, what a fucking mess no, I, I got myself I just, into. Yeah, I should have right, just right. been okay and happy doing what I'm doing before and just forget about it, but you, but it's just the price you pay, really. And yeah. So, it's weird. It's fucking crazy i used to get in shit at school because i'd give like joke answers of what i wanted to be like they'd mm. ask me and i'd be like a professional wrestler and the teacher oh, yeah. would start yelling at me and shit you love doing that stuff i just I just i would just say dumb shit just to watch them get mad because it was like funny to me yeah um and then i got sick of getting in trouble because i was getting in trouble all the time and they were like telling my parents and they mm. were like yo what the fuck settle down so then i started making up answers that I knew that they would like. So I remember being like, I'll go into the military and people mm. were like, Oh good. That's, that's a great mm. career choice. <laughs> and there was this kid I went to high school with named Chris and his dad worked for Ford and uh great job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good money. And he was like, I'll probably go into Ford like my dad. Yeah. And then the teacher gave him shit for that. And was like, no, that's you can't just count on that and like all this stuff. And I'm like, that's way, that's a way better move. And, than and, the and also, then you realize that the that the world is work is working based on nepotism. So like, why would it be so different that he wanted to get into yeah. Ford as well? So no, like, like and then you realize like, that's yeah, how no, the world is that's working. How anyway. the world works? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Is who knows you? Who. Like even you probably knew somebody who got you in to this school or like oh, you know anything, what i mean like yeah. he might have been anything. friends with somebody you, you just realize school. that everywhere around the world always it's who you know yeah. yeah it's just it's always been the case and like berating and i think the teacher like that's what teachers do is that they shield the students and it's like it comes from a good place i don't think it's malicious they because you don't want to tell kids you like you look wanna, if you don't know anybody yeah you're exactly fucked. you're fucked like exactly yeah, you yeah. you're an orphan you're <laughs> screwed you're really have a and uh, speaking of like giving answers, I remember that back when we were back in high school, I, I, I uh, he, he's he's still one of my best friends from back home, and he's one of the funniest people I've I know. Right. And so we have this social studies teacher, and you know we didn't take social studies seriously back home, and they would just no. always, we just it was the same. It was kind yeah. of a bird course. Yeah. So we just make fun of this too. teacher, and the teacher tries really hard to be serious because he knows that the kids are going to come down hard on him. Right. So he tried to like you know become our friend one time and like ask us questions. He was like, "Here, who here wants to share you know a story that really like they that you know really impacted them you know when they were little." And so this kid that we know, he you know this kid. He's 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 an orphan, and uh, you know he 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 grew up in a foster home. But he stood up, and we all knew that except for the teacher. So he stood up, and he kept talking about like how 
His parents moved him to Switzerland when he was five, and he was like being serious. Right. Obviously, everybody's like trying not to laugh because yeah, you don't yeah. know what he's trying to do. He kept talking about how his parents took him to Switzerland when he was five, and then they died while they were skiing, and that it was really hard for him to live alone in the big house that they have here in Libya. And, you know, just being surrounded by, like, a driver and stuff like that. And, like, we were talking about, like, how hard it is to be a rich, yeah, right, a rich kid. Like, oh, and, like, the teacher's at a point where he's like, that's not a sad story, but also, like, you're telling it very sad. But he still believes The teacher so still believes He believes it, but he's like, I, I can't sympathize with you because you're a rich kid. But also, right. at the same time, it's sad that you lost your your parents yeah so he's like you know he's, he's <laughs> torn he's torn so he's like trying to take him seriously he's like that's a very it's a very beautiful story and so like so, and everybody was laughing but like it was my first like just my first time like seeing somebody that was like just doing something like that well it was just being like fuck you i'll do what i want i like do what this. i want and it just blew my yeah. mind and it's just one of those things where you're like oh if that if my friend actually like grew up here maybe i don't know but he, he might have been interested into going into something into stand-up improv or, like or whatever improv it or is something and, and he is a creative person just a creative person tell. i bring it where yeah. we're, we're all a bunch of like horned up dummies and a kid like that comes up with like a thing like that and i know it doesn't sound like a big deal but like imagine being you know 15 or 16 and like you know having the mental capacity to actually like pull that off in front of an adult who's a teacher Especially like back home, teachers would like hit us, so like it's kind of scary. Oh shit! Oh yeah, like in the UK or in Libya? Libya, because I know you went to school in the UK. Yeah, that was like too. when I was like six and seven. But like hit was... you like with like a like the strap or just fucking not a wherever. strap, but we have these like I don't know what you guys call them here, but like you know like these gas tubes, like these like really thin like a hose, almost? like a hose kind of okay. thing. Yeah, but like we have them in different sizes. Like we have like big thick ones or you have a thinner one sometimes we have the thinner ones so like each teacher it's like they're power rangers each teacher has like their own size a big red one and like they have like and they would just like hit us on our hands and sometimes on the palm of our hands but sometimes if like you've like committed like a like you know something really bad they would put your feet through a rope that's tied to like this wooden bar and they would like roll up the wooden bar and with the rope against both of your feet around your ankles and they would hit uh, the sole of your feet with the uh, with the with those hoses would they do it till you cried oh yeah because when my dad was a kid that's what he said he said the teacher would if you were fucking around in class the teacher would just hit you in front of the class and they wouldn't stop until you cried that was the goal yeah pretty like, much like, and so, and, yeah and some kids and, and some kids kind of what they did was like they would pretend screaming from the get-go from the first one right right but the teachers, the teachers wouldn't teachers stop no it. no they, yeah. they just keep this one kid was like the best at it he was like an opera singer this kid he had some pipes on him that's amazing from the first one he's like what I mean, he's like, he's like, no, I'm not gonna stop. No. You know, it's just the first I one. I gave you one. It, one time they did it for like the entire school. One time, in front of the whole school, like one they, kid? no, they but punished they, the entire school, the entire they school, hit everybody in the everybody. School. They got us in this big auditorium, whatever, and they what? fucking like, it's like, it's like the Holocaust, like Auschwitz, like we were all standing Dude. in line, and like, you, no. you know why though? It was because we had like. 
she was like the hottest teacher in the school, and she wasn't that hot. She only had like big tits. But like, like for a teacher, but she had and like your kids. the biggest tits ever. Okay. And this is high school in Libya, so everybody's a virgin. Everybody is horny. Yeah, yeah. But it's still not good. But what they ended up doing was they drew like a sexy picture on like the the schoolyard wall. Oh, like some kids. Of you know, her? Some kids in the school. Just drew like a picture of her naked, like right, with right. big tits and like a bush and all that stuff. And they were like, "Who did it?" And obviously nobody's gonna rat. Yeah, so they're so and so she it. was crying and oh, like no, and it's like she's humiliated. And obviously, I don't know. Back home, the culture is like very like it's a bad thing to do that to a woman because yeah. it makes her look bad. So the principal had no other choice but to like actually punish every single kid in the every school. It's like two hundred kids or something like that. Just fucking whip the shit out of all of us. <clears throat> Dude, that would never fly here. Oh yeah, that's... because kids in Canada would be like, kids I went to school with too. Though is like lippy, lippy. They were like, I wasn't even the lippiest kid mm. in my school, and mm. I was lippy. Yeah. So if some teacher tried to punish our whole high school, I feel like us as students would be like, no, we outnumber you. Mm. Like we're gonna attack you. Now. Yeah. There was a teacher in my school. Um, I wasn't in the class. It was a different class. Uh, she would flip out if you ever turned the lights off in her class because I guess one year kids turned the lights off in her class and just started hitting her. Hitting her with what? Just like hitting her. Whoa. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's insanity. St. Thomas More here in Hamilton. Isn't that nuts? That's fucking insane, like she dude. She was an asshole teacher, but, but you don't still though. You don't want to hit a, bit. a fucking lady, dude. A lady, like if it was a guy, that would be a different story. But I'd love a, to. I wish I'd punch someone. Oh, my a different male different teacher. story. But is she old? Was she an old woman? A little older. That's yeah, fucked definitely up. Definitely, like everybody seems like they're a hundred when you're a teenager. Yeah, right? but that's fucked up. Um, but no, I'd say she was probably in her forties. Old enough to be like that's still messed what up. What the fuck is that's happening? That's still messed up. Did they just like hate her and they decided to hit her one day? I think that's what it was. Is oh, that dude. and everybody was on it? I don't know if everybody hit her, but I'm sure that the kids that are crazy enough to do this, that <laughs> oh, the other kids aren't like, I'm telling on you. <laughs> like you're crazy enough to beat a teacher in the dark. <laughs> like so nobody's like yo it was it was michael you know what i mean everybody's just gonna be like i don't it was dark i didn't see it either sorry i just it's such a fucking that horrible fucking crazy thing. and also like dude there's so many stories from back home i can tell you i don't want to like take over too much but like no dude this is great but dude i remember like we used to play this senior high school we used to play this game it did not make sense whatsoever. The only point of it was to get aggression out. Sometimes we there would be classes where we don't have a teacher, so we're left like alone in the classroom, just an empty, just a classroom with no teacher, just kids in it. I love it when a teacher would just leave. For well, that's day. horrible for us. You know why? Because then we start playing a game. The whole class. What they do is that we just sit quiet, all of us. <laughs> and if right. one person makes a sound or moves a little bit, we all attack. And beat the shit like out of this kid. You physically, you don't like throw stuff at them. We throw, we throw our big backpacks that were filled with 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 like books. Textbooks. Yeah, we throw them at their heads, and so their ne- necks would like whiplash. And then we would beat the shit out of them. We kick them, but sometimes everybody's so scared that they don't do anything at all. 
So they, they so then what do we do? We arbitrarily just pick somebody and beat them up anyways. Cuz cuz the point is to just hit people somebody. People want to hit somebody yeah, because yeah. of the, the stuff. And it, just looking back at it now, it's such a retarded thing to do. That's oh, mean. That's, that's like horrible. Brutal. And like High school kids, you know, they're not weak. They're strong. Like, they're, it's not like they're eight years know, old. Yeah, you're not fighting a little kid anymore. You no, know, so it's no. like, imagine, like, 40 dudes, like, just attacking you. And Was it all boys school? All boys school. There's no girls. All the, all, after after elementary school. You don't go to school with girls No, anymore? middle school and high school is boy, girl, uh, separate. Okay. Yeah. Middle school. Middle school and high school. So, like, six, seven, eight? Is that what you consider middle school? Sixth grade? From? Like sixth to grade eight? No, no, seven, school? eighth, and ninth grade is middle school. Is middle school, and then 10, 10 11, and, and 12 okay. is, is high school. You didn't have like, and you didn't have like our version of OAC. We had like a grade 13 for a bit. No, we don't have it that. It was no. called OAC. It was in we, Ontario. We, no, we did have that for a did while. Did you have like a grade 13? We did have that for a while, grade 13, but then they stopped doing it and went back. Way. They stopped. The year I started high school, we were going to be the first year that didn't get a grade 13. I was the same way, too. For me, I was the first grade that didn't have that grade, yeah, grade 13, which I was so happy because I was like, I want to get out of this fucking high school. It was high tougher, school. though. Because then university is when it gets better. Like, everybody, yeah. it's back boy and girl together again. And, like, it's just, it's much and better. And everybody's more civil. More civil, civil, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But high school sure. was like, it, it, it was a lot of fun because, you know, a lot of the friends that I made then are still my friends and they're really great people but it's just the in-between is like it was rough man like just getting your ass kicked for no reason yeah just yeah. no reason getting your ass kicked I remember and there were like weird cultish things as well I just remember this recently that something happened to me in middle school right I forgot about it but now thinking about it, it was so bizarre I'm, I'm gonna give you just a quick rundown I'm sorry I'm taking no, over but like no. this I'm remembering these stories I, we had this uh, religious studies teacher who was a religious Muslim person. And we liked him a lot. He was very likable. He's a okay. cool guy. He was very young, around our age. Like, you know, he was in his 20s, so he, he kind of we related to him. But he was a little bit of a tough guy still. Right. But we liked him. He was charming, a cool dude. And he would, like, have these soccer matches after school that he would, like, ask all of us to come play with him and all that stuff. But then he started, like... Um, creating this kind of it's not really a cult but like he was kind of trying to create this kind of cult from because he the kids liked him so he was religious so he managed to get all the a lot of kids in my class to be religious as well as right, him very religious right. and like <clears throat> i remember the school one time told us that after the school they were going to have this assembly for boy scouts and like promoting the boy scout and if anybody wants to join it and i had some family members that did go to the boy scouts i was interested in that but he told us that, oh, the school's going to have this. It's against the religion to do this because the Boy Scouts is promoting, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. I can't remember all of his reasons, but one of them was like because they were too short of shorts, so it's not good. <laughs> so he's like, it's a, you know, you're, you're, you guys are men. You shouldn't be wearing that and da, da, da. And right. so like, I was like, you know, whatever, fuck this guy. I'm going to go. So I go to the assembly and then I see some of my friends who, you know, are part of his cult. Part of his cult. They come over to me. And they're like, hey, listen, you know, teacher so-and-so said uh, you shouldn't be here and you should uh, probably leave. You shouldn't be here. And he tells you he's giving you advice that you should probably listen to him and come, you know, come with us and don't be here right now. 
What? And I was like, uh, no, I think I'm going to stay. <laughs> well, it's like kind of creepy. What do they do? Did they try to fight you? Or no, 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 like, no, 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 they did not. No, they did not. It would have made it for a more interesting story. But on the, the honest truth is that they left. They just let it go. They okay. let go and they left. But it was, it was That's weird. Fucking I know, weird. dude. Yeah. <laughs> School's messed up. If, you know what's crazy is that school actually has like a super dark history mm. between like hitting kids, yeah, or like, or even in like you know schools in like North America, the fact that you could like make a kid wear a hat that says dunce on it and point them out in front of the is rest that a of real the thing class. or is it just dunce a movie? Caps were like a real thing. Oh, that's kind of I mean whitewash schools, and they have like all this like. Really fucked up history. The last whitewash school didn't even close to like 1996. So what is a whitewash? Whitewash exactly? school. It was like you pretty much sent like Aboriginal kids to these schools uh, and tried to like to rehabilitate beat, them and beat them. their culture out of them. Essentially, Jesus. Um, and teachers are the only ones who like they never catch heat. For like a tarnished history, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like teachers are still always heroes. Of course, like white guys have a very tarnished history, and it is true. You know, what I mean? I'm not denying. Yeah, yeah, that at yeah. all. But now everybody's like, "Yo, fuck white guys. Mm-hmm. You know, white mm-hmm. guys are bad." Yeah, yeah. Now, now it's like, come to light. Like, okay, okay. That's it's too, it's too that's out fair. There <laughs> that's fair. We've had a lot. Whatever. Shit on us, yeah, a bit. You know, but what teachers I mean? haven't caught any of it. But teachers don't catch any of it. Teachers are still no. like they're all heroes. It's they're not all heroes. No, it's There's like it's teachers. the same as saying that everybody that's in the military is good. Mm-hmm. There are some good soldiers, but. There's also a lot of psychos. These pieces of shit. That yeah, just and, go there to hurt and people. there's nothing wrong with saying that. I'm not saying that all everybody in the military is a piece of shit. That's not what we're no, saying. No, not this, at all. It, it's such a you know, it's like the. Uh, the old age rule that you know there's good bad good and bad apples so it's why so why is, why is everybody the purest so why the is best? the military why would the military <laughs> teachers be any you know exception to that yeah. rule it's everywhere but i'm just like i've been because of the quarantine and you know sitting at home a lot i've been th- remembering you remember shit and then you're like oh that's pretty fucked i'm remembering a lot of things like that cult kind of thing that i just remembered now i remember that a few days ago and i'm like that is such a fucking interesting thing man and but i didn't think of much of it back you don't think then about it when you're a kid cause you're oh, just no. getting through just whatever yeah. yeah but now i'm thinking about like holy shit that actually did happen that's and i just fucked. wish that i kind of like you know Agitated them and see what they would do. I, but I, oh, you kind of oh, wish I, you'd well, it now up to have friends? a even better story. Oh, you know what I mean? Wow, <laughs> just to have now a better. I don't know. As a fucking kid who did shit for this story, it it fucked up my life a lot. Well, too. that's so what I mean because I didn't be do that. It would bring it back too, right? full circle where I wish I rebelled more because then I would have the stories would go even further. You know? Yeah, yeah, but. Nah, it can ruin your fucking life. Oh, I'm too. sure it would, yeah. Like, uh, <clears throat> it was called Teacher Advisor Period, was like the class or TAP, they yeah. called it. When they're like, TAP? Hey, yeah, they gather you in a room and be like, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And you're like, it's I don't like, know. why would you subject that? That was the whole thing. And one time I got kicked out of class because I had made these protest signs just on like lined paper that said TAP is crap. You were like James Dean, like the you're a rebel without a cause. Yeah, and I was like passing <clears throat> them around and holding them up. And then uh, I got sent down to the principal's office. 
And he's like, look, I know tap's not the easiest, and I know you don't understand this. But he's like, this is part of the curriculum now. Like, there's nothing we can do. Do you want to talk to Mike Harris? And I was like, yeah, could you call him for me? Mm. And he yelled so loud. Like, I thought he was going to tackle me. Mm. Like, it's so bad. I used to go to the office so often. There was this secretary that, like, really liked me. And she'd be like, Jason, don't start with him today. Just say you're sorry. He's like, I'm like, I'm telling you, he's not in a good mood. I'd be like, okay, okay. Would you listen to her? No, I'd usually still say something oh fucking stupid. I couldn't help myself. Couldn't help it. But. I have, uh, yeah, go ahead, sorry. I just didn't respect it. I didn't respect school. So I just thought it was, it was so boring to me that I was like, I'll make it fun by yeah. being fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I I've I've had that impulse, but I like I said because I was such a wimp when I was a kid that I just I wasn't never smoking pot yet though either. No? When I started smoking pot when I was like a senior. I didn't even start smoking pot till I was like in grade twelve. And when I started smoking pot, I was less of a jackass in class because now I was like, well, I don't want to be caught being high, so I'm not gonna call attention to myself. So but in a way, kind of I like had, a, but it now, didn't help my grade. Well, that's what I mean because now you're focusing on not being being caught because that's your focus now, and now yeah. you're not focused on the lesson. I wasn't focused on the lesson. I'm no. just focused on being quiet. Yeah, yeah. But that was like that was it. It's just I was just like get high and be like, well, I hope I don't get burned. I remember, so. I remember uh, one time in high school as well. We had a we had a very flamboyant chemistry teacher. Right. And obviously, you know, anything that comes close to being gay back home is easily made just, fun of. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, they, they kind of made fun of him a little bit. But what helped the teacher was he was a big dude. He was a tall, you know, big guy. Right. So that kind of was working for him. But he was very flamboyant. Like, he had a little bit of a lisp. It was really not going well for him. Right, right. And then one day, I think one of the students didn't get a good grade. So they decided to confront him. And, like, they actually got into a fist fight in the hallway. Why? The student and the teacher got into a fist fight. And I kid you not, the teacher mauled this student so bad. He just was like tossing him up and down, left and right on the right. walls. Just kicked his ass. Yeah, yeah, of course. He's kicked a grown his ass. Man. But yeah. that's what I mean. But like everybody, like went now from like, oh, this guy's flamboyant to like, oh, this is like like the dangerous gay guy we know. Now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Don't fuck with this guy. <laughs> Don't fuck with this guy. That's and hilarious. then it turns out that he got married that summer. So everybody was like, oh, <laughs> everybody was so confused at that point. Yeah, there was a drama teacher in my high school who like we were like, oh, he's gay for sure we all thought so but then he had like a picture of his wife and kids and yeah. i'm like maybe it's just your voice and i'm being judgmental yeah you never know like, yeah whatever but right? then you realize that a lot of them were like a lot of people like that are covering up can be also covering <laughs> yeah it's a different he's, he was from a different generation so he could have been like a classic yeah, homosexual yeah. but, or something know, i hope that chemistry teacher is getting laid if he's out there in libya by men or women. Men or we women. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't judge don't on this podcast. This is a very progressive podcast. Just do whatever you it. want. Just fucking As long it. as you're happy and not killing people. How bad do you think it's going to be when this is over and people are trying I to was, hook up? I was like, uh, I was talking about this and I think, sorry, just the fucking microphone, guys. Sorry. Um, I think that it's going to be, sorry, keep talking. You just keep, keep talking. going. No, it's all right. I don't know. Because I told Pat and Lindsay mm-hmm. uh, 
I was like, when this is over and people are hooking up again, premature ejaculation is going to be through the roof. Mm. And then Lindsay was like, yeah, but masturbating. And Pat and I were like, no, but the touch of a woman is just different. It's just different. Like, it's not going to be, it's going to be really rough for women who fuck guys. Yeah, no, um, I think probably like, this is the longest for me since, uh, I, since you were like, since I wasn't, since I, you know, was the day I lost my virginity. So, right, right. Um, it's gonna be very interesting for me. I think a lot of guys are gonna have a lot of uh, uh, kind of rapey vibes a little bit because because they just want to like they kind of want to like like yeah no because people are gonna be please thirsty. like just guys please oh yeah thirsty. it's gonna be very yeah, aggressive yeah. out there for a while. Uh, premature ejaculation again because like you said I didn't think about the element of not having a woman touch you so. It's just different. Maybe jerking off won't cut it, but I have uh, definitely been doing that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm and sure lots of people have. It's not good, and, but yeah. uh, it's something. That's a whole other, yeah. But, like, it, it, I, we were talking, like, okay, so let's say that this ends tomorrow. Right. How long will it take for people to start to gathering want to do places? that and gather and I don't know. I think some people... It's it's gonna vary. I think some people are like, yeah, we're fucking wait. down. The first day, I'm hugging and kissing everybody on the fucking mouth, mm-hmm. and we're going to a club or we're going wherever. And there's other people who are gonna be like, I'm gonna hang back a little bit, yeah, and see if you know COVID pops off again. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it easy. Maybe I'll go to the park, or maybe I'll go certain places again. Yeah, but I'm not rushing into things. You think so? I and I think that's probably the smarter approach. But, but I, I think do that's think gonna that be the majority of people. Of people. <clears throat> because the culture of gathering, we haven't been practicing that in a long in a while now. It's the longest ever, I think, right. in history or since like you know recent you know recent time. But um, so you think most people will take it slow? I think most people will take it slow. Just the culture or the idea of like going to a bar or you know going to a concert or going to a comedy club and sitting next to somebody that you don't know, because we haven't practiced that in such a long time, right? That we're gonna have to like slowly. Even you know, just get used to socializing yes, again. Slowly right. getting back into that habit is gonna take a while, and also. How many establishments are going to still be around once this is done? Is your regular bar, yeah. your favorite well, bar, is that going to be around after this is done? Did you ever go to Chainsaw and Kitchener? No. Fucking, they had a show there for a little bit, but it didn't like last very mm-hmm. long, and you might not have even been around yet. Probably. I don't, I don't know. Um, That closed in Kitchener, Jupiter... I think it was called, or the show was called Jupiter Comedy. Anyways, in Calgary, I know some comics that I know that we both know. We're kind of bummed about that because that bar closed yeah. too. So I think businesses are getting some money now. Yeah, but for some, like it's a little too late. Like it should have happened well, that's what sooner. I, that's what I mean. How many will survive after this is done? Yeah, and so it's gonna be just like a completely different landscape not only like business wise but also like just socially how people will interact because people are still gonna be afraid of like I don't want to go into this small tight area right sitting with 40 other people 
or like <clears throat> uh, or like you know I've been going to LCBO and buying my booze and maybe I'll just keep drinking doing at home that. I'll just keep doing yeah. that for a while so even though you know everything will be you know is declared like normal and like there's no need for the quarantine that does not equally equal that does not equal oh life is back the way it is right but my thing is wondering how long will it take before things go back to the way they were in february or early march right how long will it take or will we ever go back to that that's well these are the questions that i'm more i'm wondering is how much I'm sure they like i'm sure they will go back to you know hmm. like I don't believe that, like there's never gonna be stand up comedy again. I believe that I don't, it's no. just gonna take a fucking long time. It's gonna take a lot longer than I want it to. Yeah. But no, I do believe that social gatherings will happen again and that yeah. you know And also how much how much will happen again. How much momentum have we lost from our for our oh, career? Yeah. We're all a step back. <clears throat> We're all a yeah, step back. That's the other thing. It's like you know, people haven't seen us in a while haven't seen our stand-up and the momentum that we had from telling people all the shows it's going to take a while for people to you know because because uh, everybody's going to be just focused on their life to get it back to normal oh, for sure so people won't be yeah, you know I, I don't have time for aj to see what he's up to because now i feel yeah yeah it. so until people get back to normality where they're like oh so what is he up to is he still doing stand-up you know that what i mean so yeah that's, that's another thing also like i've seen some comics i do i from what I've seen them post, I think a lot of comics aren't coming back to doing stand-up, too. I've seen some... Who's saying that? I've just seen some who uh, posted, like, uh, yo, you know, I found my passion in this and that and this, or, like, stuff like that, which I'm, you know, I'm hoping that actually this is the truth. I really could <laughs> do stand-up comedy. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Don't come so, back. And I just wonder about the competition in general in the entertainment business altogether, you know, whether it's stand-up. You know, Are some comics stuff. coming straight out and saying, like... I'm no, probably, not really, no, but if, from what you just, gather from like what they're saying, you, you get the feeling that they might be... Decided. They might just be liking something else for now, though. You know what yeah. I mean? I guess, but I it, it's a, I, it's just a, it, I guess it's also like a test for yourself to really know once things go back to the way they are, oh, do I want to do this or not? Because yeah. we all got into the habit of not doing it. Yes. Once this is over... Are you like, yes, finally, I'm going to go. And how long does that last? Or are you going to be like, ah, you know what? I haven't been doing it anyway, so who cares? Right. I fear the opposite. I fear because, like, my goal would be head first. Let's try to make up for lost time. Let's go fucking 15, 20 open mics a week. Let's go crazy. But I feel like a lot of people are probably thinking that way. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be like a New Year's resolution. I'm just never going to, you know, you're never going to get the stage time you want to make up, at, at least at the beginning. And at the beginning is going to be tough. When it comes back, it's going to be hard. Um, you're going to be competing with a lot of uh, comics that are already kind of somewhat established here that haven't been doing it and need money as well. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I I just like it's so interesting, but at the same time, I have no answers whatsoever. But it's these are the things that I kind of like think about, you know, from day to day because we got nothing else to do. Yeah, <laughs> just when while we're in quarantine, you're thinking about what you're gonna do after quarantine. But um, you know, you know, 
it's, it's we're saying the same I'm saying the same thing that we said last week's episode but really it's just about keeping yourself busy with you know stuff that you want you've always wanted to do you know maybe I'll yeah. finally get around to painting my room from that <laughs> disgusting red color that I have to you know something normal yeah who knows these these stuff to keep you occupied a bit and then like when the weather gets nicer maybe people go on more walks or yeah yeah absolutely stuff where they're still keeping a distance but they're at least outside and they're enjoying it and it's another thing i wonder about the quarantine is like this keeps going like are you really going to be able to control all these canadians being like no it's our summer like we're going outside like you can't fucking tell us to stay inside. Like how much is that's gonna mm-hmm. be a factor in all of this? Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be like picket signs about I want a haircut anymore. It's gonna be like I want to see the sun. Yeah, people are just like busting down their fucking apartment doors and just really running in the street naked just because to they fucking can't take it get anymore. Get outside. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like I heard also like in um, it's harder to control than big cities, right? Like the bigger the city, the more population. It's yeah, hard well, to tell people more, to stay home. More people to control. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if people are gonna be going on road trips, like going to certain towns, but like not getting out of their car. And just to see them just, from just the to window. look and then just drive back. I I don't know what's yeah. gonna happen. The summer is gonna be interesting, but it feels to me, and I've been thinking about this, and it's so fucking creepy that this year could actually be a wash. Yeah, no, I'm I'm starting to think that 2020 might just be a write off. But to think that a year in your life, yeah. Where you look back at it and you're like, oh, there's one year in my adult life where I absolutely did nothing. I just had to put stuff on hold. That is such a crazy thought yeah. to me. Because even the person with the most boring of lives when things are normal still have one or two things where they either progressed or something new happened right. in their life. But yeah. literally this is a year where we can all look at it and like, okay, this year zero nothing just zero i should have my i should have my license yeah it's been a year since i got the g1 it showed up in my memories from when i posted it oh there you go i can't i can't study i can't you know there's no centers that are open for it nothing open for it it's it's such a fucking creepy thing to think about there's a year in your life where no progress I mean, maybe a progress like within yourself, like you learn something, whatever. But sure, I'm just talking maybe about you're, maybe you're doing enough push-ups and sit-ups at home that you're getting in slightly better shape. Yeah, or you but wrote a it, book or something. Feel, like that. It doesn't feel like real progression because you're not out. No. In the world, just like a like a year in your life where everything just went on pause completely. And I think about that. I'm like, that is so fucking weird, and it's so bizarre. And I just, I, I don't know anything like that throughout history that has happened like that. And it's just, it just feels like a very new experience. It is a new experience. Yeah, it's fucking, yeah, it's new for everybody. Like nobody can say. Yeah. I was talking to my mom about this mm. and she was like. Does she miss me? Yeah, she does. She's Good. like, how's uh, how's AJ doing? I'm like, ah, he's, he's still muzzy. She's like, Ugh. all right. <laughs> Hard pass. Happy Ramadan. I everybody. love that about her. Uh, 
when I was fucking, I was talking to her, like, just about, like, the quarantine and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, yeah, it kind of sucks, you know, being holed up, but I'm doing what I can and mm-hmm. stuff. And she's like, oh, well, it's easier now for your generation. Like, you guys have the internet. I'm like, we all have the internet. Yeah. It's not like this happened to you. Not exclusive. When you were a kid. Yeah. This has never happened before. <laughs> this is a new thing. This is a new thing for all of us, and we all have the internet now. So don't make this a baby boomer versus millennial thing. Yeah, trying to like, trying to make it sound like they're suffering more than we are. Yeah, no, we all have the internet, and this didn't happen when you were a kid. And also, when you were a kid, you could buy a house for twelve dollars. So, so you know what? I'll take no internet versus you know, yeah, like give, give me your access house. to wealth at a very early age. You Fucking know. <clears throat> yeah, so that was like that like annoyed me a little when she said it that way. I'm like, this is new for all of us. Parents, we've never seen this. I don't know what it is about it, somebody when they have a kid. Be, yeah, they just for some reason the, the kid can't have their own emotions. Everything that the kid experiences has to be somehow equated or related so like to the parent. What I went through, and it's like, and why it is that? Why can't I just be? Hey. This is how I'm feeling. It sucks. And I want you to just to say, yeah, that yeah, does kind of suck. Yeah, that does kind of suck. Hey, back that. in my day, we didn't call this being suck or whatever. And like, shut up. Nobody yeah. cares. Every parent does this. Your parents, my parents do it. Why is that a thing that parents yeah. love doing? I just don't. Generation's got to break the chain. There's got to be a generation. We who have just to goes, stop. Yeah, we can't be those sucks. parents. We can't yeah. be those parents that are like, they can't help seeing our kids have their own experiences we can't be that parent we can't be those yeah when when you and i have our kid we can't be that parent it's true when we adopt finally (laughs) yeah exactly that asian that cambodian kid have our uh insert zen baby (laughs) we're doing it for the podcast guys tune (laughs) in it's an experiment call in what kind of what should we name our baby colin (laughs) zanny what kind of haircut should he have we control everything. Yeah, exactly. We're actually worse us. than our parents. Yeah. No, it's just so weird that you're like uh, that. That was the first thing that your mom says. It just it's so like I'm not, like right. And she just slips it in too, yeah. right? So it's not yeah. like she's trying to start an argument with me. But you know why that is? She's just casually saying it. But you know why that is? So that if someday you're like, don't do that because it's going to equate it. You stop doing that. She's going to be like, what? I just what? mentioned What did I it? do? I just. He's yeah. angry. Why would you think? I'm like, <laughs> That's uh, it. And then they turn it around like, on oh, you. Like, oh, you're oh, just spaz. Oh, like, I just oh, said it. I can't God. speak my mind. Oh, I can't do that with your dad. <laughs> I can't do it with you. It's you're, like you're all the same. Like, oh, so I'm like, there's a reason. Yeah. She does that. Or she'll do as a woman. She's, yeah. She does that to me a lot, too. I'm like, mom. I get it. Mm-hmm. I know you're a woman. You're but a female. Like, we get it. I'm not stopping the feminist movement. Like, just talk to me. Yeah. Like, if I'm complaining about something, you're going to be like, you can't be like, sometimes you just got to let me complain. You can't be like, well, as a woman, it's even harder to go through something. You know what I mean? You know what it is, though? If you're a son, your mom sees you as as the person that where she can win all the conversations that she could have win with, with your dad. Right. <laughs> so she okay. uses you as yeah, an emotionally yeah. like, but like, she can't cause I fight back. I know, but she, but she but feels she like it's her best chance or her second it's chance at life me. to like, yeah. you know, cause your father couldn't let me win. It's the same thing with me. It's like my mom, like when she talks to me, I feel sometimes she's complaining to me like as if I'm, 
I'm my dad right in front of her. You know, like these are the things she wishes she could tell. You could say to him, you know, you know like, she can't, you, you, but you'll take it. Yeah, well, obviously, because I am her yeah, son. What am I going to yeah, do? Like, even if I said I don't want to listen to you, she doesn't care. She's going to talk to me. You're just going to keep hearing She doesn't care. It. And then if you stop talking to her, she'll be like, you're the worst. Why don't yeah. you talk to me? And it's like, oh, that's all you have to. I'm like, yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I have nothing else to say about it. You know why? Because this is the same conversation I've been having. We're just spinning in circles. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you're not adding anything new to it. No, exactly. You've been an adult for 50 years. You've been a person for 50 years. And these are the only thoughts that you can have. And it's the same. It's the same five topics. Same five minutes. Yeah. It's like a comic going yeah. on stage oh, in the same dude, five brutal. minutes. And then like, they tell you that, that they've been working writing. on something new. No, you're not. And then you see them. No, you're not. No, you're not working on. <laughs> I come here, have dinner every you day. You fucking come here and tell me everything. <laughs> no wonder dad is unhappy and he cheats. You're I hope he is. You're bombing. You're uh, bombing you're in front of dad. You're, you're bombing it. in front of me. You're shutting down this business. This is brutal. I, I just, I, I just, it, it, it's sad. It's sad. That's why, you know what? It's good to be with somebody that has their own life. Yeah, yeah. So even when you do have kids, they, the kids don't become everything for them because that's also not yeah. healthy. I will say this. My <clears throat> mom definitely does keep busy. Like she, she has a business. She was yeah. a business owner before and she yeah. sold her one business, but she still does like cottage rentals. That's cool. Um, you know, we've just been talking a bit more, yeah, because quarantine and we're all yeah, of course, up yeah, and stuff like that. She definitely has some of her own stuff going on, but it's, again, it's just like those weird little things where it's that like, thing, well, that, we that didn't thing, have the internet back. I'm like, yeah, but you didn't have a quarantine or a lockdown mm. back then either. So yeah, relax. you guys came after, uh, you know what. Uh, you came after polio was uh, fucking cured, and you yeah. came after the Black what Plague. About that? You came after the the big dep- the, the Great you, Depression. You know, you guys came in on like when like the summer of love. Things and, are coming up. Yeah, you got you the were, VCR. You guys you were got, living a great. Fucking, you got the best time where no disease. A dude, bunch of wars. You were killing a fucking bunch of Asian people over there. You in didn't the eighties, cocaine was big. Cocaine you got was a bunch of cool yeah, stuff. You guys got it good. Don't worry about it. Now we got the fucking the. Com- the economy's collapsing. Yeah, and economy's collapsing. Yeah, no. They're saying this could be the worst like financial since collapse the Great Depression. since the Great Depression. Yeah. And baby boomers will still be like, well, fucking back in my day. Well, you didn't have the internet. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> you had to ride uh, to the grocery store with uh, your bicycle. What and I'm t- like, well, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, exactly. We, did, we didn't have Uber Eats, you know. <laughs> We're like, we can't afford Uber Eats. We're all yeah, fucking, yeah. the economy yeah, crumbled. we used to have our own fountain. Like, we get it. All right. <laughs> 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 it's just uh, it's just enough 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 with with you know I can't do the comparing anymore yeah anyways our parents are gonna all die soon though it's gonna be good corona uh, yeah just sneezing on your parents if they're annoying you and uh, uh. We're, we're at the one hour mark. Right. Holy shit. I'm all listening to this. Mom, I don't want you to die. I just uh, want you to die. Yeah, uh, we all love our parents. AJ but wants you to die. No, I, no I, I just want to shake I, her. I want to I I I meet your mother again. She's a nice lady. She uh, is. She's a sweetheart. Anyways, uh, thank you so much. Jason, want to say anything else? Nah, no. You're good? <laughs> <laughs> you think you said too much? I think I said too much. Ah, who cares? Whatever. Ah, she's fine. It's she's fine. They're all fine. Oh, we're just joking. We're just, uh, jo- we're just joshing. Um, thank you so much guys for listening to this episode and uh, look forward to our next episode next week next Tuesday I said next a lot uh, thank you for listening and go fuck your mothers alright bye <laughs>